0: Hello and welcome everyone. I am Matthew Goldberg. I am one of the co-hosts of Build to Lead, the health leaders of Tomorrow podcast. I am a recent Masters of Health Administration graduate. And even though I've graduated, I consider myself a lifelong learner. And as an emerging leader, leadership is a concept that really intrigues me. And I believe it is the key to becoming an individual who is a catalyst for great change, especially for our health system. And joining me on this healthcare leadership journey is my co-host, Sarah Sawaya. It has been a privilege working with Sarah, and she's going to share a little bit about herself and what our listeners should expect with this podcast.
1: Thanks, Matthew. My name is Sarah Sawaya, and I'm also a co-host of the Built to Lead podcast this season. I'm currently pursuing my master's degree in the health informatics program here at the IHPME. Matthew and I have been fortunate to participate in the Vernissage Health Program this past year and have really refined our leadership skills as they pertain to our healthcare system. The Built to Lead podcast is an opportunity for us to continue the inspiring and thought-provoking conversations that we were lucky to have as participants in the program and share them with a greater audience, being you, our listeners. In this season, you will have the opportunity to hear from faculty, students, recent alumni, established leaders, and senior established leaders on their perspective on how to overcome feelings of self-doubt and become confident leaders in today's healthcare system. All right, so thank you everyone for tuning into this episode. We're here with Wendy Nelson, the founder of Vernissage Health, which is a dialogue series for health leaders. So Wendy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself um, and your career and your experience in healthcare leadership? Sure. Thanks so
2: much, Sarah. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit later in my career in healthcare leadership. I think I've spent about 35 years in healthcare in different leadership roles. And I was also um, an alumni of IHPME. So I did do the MHSC program many moons ago. I went right from undergrad to graduate studies. But during the 35 years, I started with physicians in primary care. Family health team, wasn't called that then, and then spent about 15 years in senior exec roles in hospitals, large hospitals, and then took a different turn and went to the private sector where I was founder and CEO of a startup company that um, was in the pharmacy pharmaceutical space. And it was an IT based chronic disease management program, which was very, very interesting. And then went back to school, uh, to do another master's in international health leadership, and that's where the ideas around Vernissage started to form. So the, the time has just flown by, and have done a lot of different roles, and I've loved each and every one of them, both in the public and private sector. Thank
1: you, Wendy.
0: When you talk about our uh, Vernissage household, many of our listeners may not be familiar uh, yeah. with this program and dialogue series. Can you just give us a brief background?
1: Yeah. As I said,
2: I I I went back to school um because there were a few things that I was kind of perplexed by in my career in healthcare and uh, my master's thesis was around change and transformation in health systems what made some of them work and what made some of them flop and in that work I really refocused on the importance of leadership and that was really one of the key factors having um, strong leaders throughout systems was really critical to making changes and in transformation in healthcare. So I really dug into leadership and those leaders when they were successful used a very rich form of communication called dialogue. So um, I got all jazzed up um, mm-hmm. studying that and I, tried to find a practical way of making that happen in the healthcare system and created the concept of vernissage health. So a vernissage, you don't hear that term very much. You hear it in the arts and culture field where it is kind of accomplished artists or uh, working with people that are Are beginning their craft. So it might be an accomplished uh, craftsperson in painting and sculpting or literature or philosophy, working with folks who are just starting out in that craft and they learn together. And so that's what Vernissage Health became, is a conversation, dialogue between leaders that are further on in their career, established leaders, mid-career leaders, with emerging leaders, people who are just starting out. And um, brought that to IHPME as an alumni and was really, really delighted that um, they gave me the green light to offer this series to students. And then I've used my network plus to bring established leaders to uh those conversations and we're starting our fifth year so it's leadership development
0: well yeah, I want to thank you Wendy for even starting this program because I was lucky enough to be one of the participants to join and I think just being in this program alone I think was one of the most beneficial learnings I had out through the program so like we talk about a lot in this podcast which our listeners will learn about is that like stories they're like very influential and inspiring so a lot of these stories I think that they're going to be un unforgettable, like the lifelong lessons that I learned. Yeah. So I think you even remember like even this podcast, how it started, Wendy. I was going through the practicum phase. I was trying to figure out what I want to do next. I was trying to get more experience and knowledge. And then I was thinking about let's do, um, you, I remember you suggested to me, it's like, okay, might, might as well do some interviews with some leaders and just get a better understanding of the system. So you get yourself out there, you learn what that leadership is all about. And then basically that's how the idea of this podcast uh, started. Because I was thinking to myself, why do these interviews and just keep it in the dark? Yeah. Like we, Why not share these ideas like with my peers, with my colleagues? Um, so that's pretty much how Built to Lead was born. So it's really a companion initiative with Vernissage House. So I think it's a win-win too, because the program cannot, unfortunately, include everybody. So this is just in a way of extending those concepts that we're learning to all of our listeners out there.
2: Yeah, and and I remember the exact conversation. And when you brought back the idea of a podcast that was kind of, it's kind of similar. It's based on storytelling from different types of leaders, depending on where they are in their career. And man, I I was just blown away. It's like, yes, do it, Matthew. And what's so cool about the podcast that you and Sarah have developed is You know, in Vernissage Health That Dialogue series, like this year, we're able to bring in about 30 students. Um, We'll have three series of 10. And what's neat about the podcast is like all of the students in IHPME will have access to it. And so they will be able to. Hear some of those stories and some of the underpinnings of Vernissage Health. So I think you know, kudos to you guys, and kudos to you, Matthew, for having the idea. Um, it, this is just wonderful. Yeah.
0: So Sarah, I know you were in the the cohort after me. So what about you? I know I it was enjoyable for me. What about oh, what you? Oh yeah,
1: say? yeah, definitely. It was definitely eye opening. And I think what was really special about it is it's one thing to read books about leadership and read articles and have it taught in a class. Um, And it's another thing to actually have dialogue and discussions with other leaders, both emerging and established. So this is what we've tried to recreate in this podcast, which for our listeners, you'll see throughout the series, um, we go through faculty, students, uh, recent alumni, established leaders and senior leaders so that you can get an understanding of what it's like to be a leader at all levels. So that's been really, really great to connect with others. And yeah, I found so much value in it. So for our listeners, Wendy, we'd like to give them a little bit of a sneak peek into the series. Ah. So something we like to do with a lot of our guests is to ask them to share a story. So Wendy, if you can, can you please share a story with us about a time that you faced a challenge as a leader um, throughout your career and how you overcame that?
2: Yeah, great. I I will. And the dialogue The circle dialogue is based on storytelling. So we use stories as the basis of that dialogue, sharing stories with one another and being authentic and speaking those stories from our hearts. Mm -hmm. Um, In healthcare, you know, in meetings, we're always speaking from the head. But in our stories, we really try to speak from the heart. So I'll try a story. I, I thought of a story... Um, Of when I was a student at IHPME a long time ago, but I think it's relevant and it's a story um, That has stayed with me for 35 years and I think about it and it's when I was doing my first practicum in the MHSC program and I did my practicum out in group health co-op of Puget Sound out on the west coast And that was a big deal. It was a great organization. My preceptor um, was a phenomenally accomplished and smart man, mid career and uh, VP. And so I have to say, he was, um, I was very intimidated by him. He was just, super smart, super accomplished. I was really in awe and uh, intimidated and he had me work on a project that was important to the organization. I was located in the Tacoma area which was a growing area and it was a system that was primary care based and so the project I worked on was how could we bring in specialty services to meet the needs of a growing population. The way it was, they had to travel outside their region to get those services. So it was a really cool project. It, it was a project that he was clearly behind. Um, I had a sense that it was a project that really was going to make his career too. <laughs> and not only was it important to the organization, but it was going to be his mark on the, on the, um, you know his mark in his career as a way to um, advance himself and his work so one Friday he and I were chatting and it was one of those Friday afternoon conversations he asked me to pull together a one-pager that he could take to a senior leadership meeting on Monday And to really you know pull together kind of a graph here's the population here's some utilization data for the different specialties and then you know how that would translate into so many services in these different specialty areas so it's a very quick conversation I said no worries I'll work on it over the weekend I'll have it you know have it to you on Monday and I was actually going to go into Seattle on Monday for meetings as well so didn't have a lot of time, came into the office on the weekend to work on this one pager, and my brain froze. Like, I could not remember really what he said. I looked at my notes. I tried to pull the stuff together from that I had been working on. But, you know, I just I just couldn't. Um, I, I think I was so panicked about it. I just started having, you know, it just, I, I sat there all day in the office, and I know I was having an anxiety t- attack, it's like a math problem you, you can't get, so I came back on Sunday, same doggone thing happened, um, and I was so mad at myself, and, you know, by the, by f- five o'clock on Friday, I just pulled together what I had, I put it on his desk, I said, I'll come. I'll just come in early on Monday. I'll, I know it's not a good product, but we'll talk about it. And then maybe I can redo it or whatever before the meeting. Okay. So Monday morning, I came in early, but he didn't stop at the office. He went directly into the meetings. And so his assistant had already faxed this information to him. And I was beside myself because I didn't have an opportunity to explain. It was, you know, so I went into the, to Seattle, to the meetings. And um, when I entered the meeting room, I could see he was just really upset and angry with me just by the way he greeted me. And I knew immediately why, um, because it really was not a good product. And he Took me aside, actually, into the parking lot, <laughs> and proceeded to really give me—I think—a dre- dressing down. Um, you know what is this that you, you know, that you submitted? And he just really, in no uncertain terms, let me know that I had failed uh, in the task. And all I could do was just listen and let him get it off his chest I you know I I knew what he was saying was true I maybe didn't like the way he was saying it but you know the facts were there I apologized and you know I said that I would redo it and I'd have it to him promptly which I I did and You know, I really thought I had lost my footing with him. Um, I really thought I would fail the practicum. I really started to second guess why. You know, why would I go into healthcare leadership? You know, I'm a failure. Um, But I did it, and and it actually when I tackled it the next time, it all came together. You know, I think when the pressure was off, it just came together beautifully. I proceeded to work on the project and. It was the, the basis of my major paper for the practicum, which he reviewed and nominated for an IHPME award, <laughs> which I won for that paper. So I think, you know, there are so many lessons to me in that story. Um, I failed. Um, I failed early, which in some ways was good, you know. Um, it was a very humbling experience. I also proved to myself that I could get up. That just because you fail one day doesn't mean you're a failure the next day or the rest of your life. And I proved myself that I could get up and I could do not only good work, and it probably spurred me on to even do better work. You know, t- proving to myself, I think, more than him, that I could do this. And that story stays with me. And there are periods, you know, throughout those 30 plus years where there have been some really tough words said to me about my work and I have never let that bring me down. In in many ways it makes me more determined to be succeed at whatever work we're doing. And so I'm really happy that happened to me at a young early stage in my career so i hope that does
1: justice um to what you were looking for in a story <laughs> yes absolutely thank you so much wendy yeah. uh, and like you said there's so many learning lessons i think First of all, from sharing stories and learning from each other and also learning from your own experiences um, and your past failures, I think it can really help uh, mature and grow a leader. So thank you so much for sharing that with everyone.
2: You're welcome. And in the podcast, because I've had a little bit of advance, you know, there are some really um, great stories. Um, So I hope your listeners tune in and take advantage of all of the sharing that the people that you talked with put out there for them.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Wendy.
0: Thank yes, you. Thank you, Wendy. For all our listeners, um, if you enjoyed the story, just please continue following us along this journey um, as we profile other emerging and established leaders and their experience in healthcare leadership. And again, thank you for choosing the build to lead. We hope that this podcast series will inspire you to reach your leadership potential so you can change the landscape of the healthcare system for good.
1: You're listening to Built to Lead. Built to Lead is a student-directed podcast and companion initiative to the Vernissage Health Dialogue series for health leaders. We want to thank the Vernissage Health Partners for their generous support in making this podcast possible. Thank you to the Associated Medical Services, the Dalalana School of Public Health, the Institute of Health Policy, Management and Evaluation, and the Rotman School of Management. Built to Lead is hosted by IHPME students Sarah Sawaya, that's me, and Matthew Goldburn. Our show is edited and mixed by Big Six Media and the music is composed by Sindhu. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed Built to Lead, make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. We're building the health leaders of tomorrow.